the heart of worship and it's all about you it's all about you Jesus I'm sorry Lord for the thing of me when it's all about you it's all about you First verse With the music fades And all is stripped away And I simply come Longing just to Something that's a word that will bless your heart. I'll bring you more than a song, for a song in itself is not what you have required. For you search much deeper within. Through the way things appear And you're looking into my heart Oh Lord, I'm coming back To the heart of worship And it's all about you It's all about you, Jesus I'm sorry, Lord, for the thief I made it Oh, it's all about you Oh, it's all about you, Jesus Sing the second verse Oh, hallelujah King of endless words Oh, no one could express How much you Though I'm weak and poor, all I have is yours, every single breath. And I'll bring you more than a song, for a song in itself is not what you have required oh Lord and you search much deeper within to the way things appear and you're looking into my heart I'm to the heart of worship it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. And I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it. Oh, it's all about you. Oh, it's all about you, Jesus. And I'm coming back to the heart of and it's all about you Oh, it's all about you, Jesus 
Jesus. And I'm sorry, Lord, for the thing I've made it. Oh, it's all about you. Yes, it's all about you, Jesus. Amen. Could we put our hands together for our Lord Jesus Christ this morning? Praise your holy name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Doesn't that feel wonderful? Amen. I know the Holy Spirit would be pleased with your worship today. Amen. I hope you just came ready to to lift Him up, just to give Him glory. Amen. He deserves it, doesn't He? Amen. I know it's probably been hard this week, probably struggled, probably fought with the devil. Amen. But you're here now. Amen. And this is our moment to give God His due praise. Amen. And I hope you're with me this morning. Let's sing this song together. Let the worshipers arise. Well, Father, I can see that you were drawing a line in the sand. And I want to be standing by your side. Oh, holding your hand. So let your kingdom come and let it live in me. This is my prayer. This is my plea again. Well, Father, I can see that you were drawing, oh, a line in the sand, and I want to be standing by your side, oh, holding your hand, so let your kingdom come, oh, let it live in me, this is my prayer, this is my plea. Let the worshipers rise. Come on, sing it now. Let the sons and the daughters see I surrender him my all. I surrender to the King. Let the worshipers arise. Let the worshipers arise, oh yes Lord, let the sons and the daughters see, come on sons and daughters, hallelujah, I surrender him my all, we just surrender to you Jesus, I surrender to the King, second verse now. Father, I can hear it growing louder. Oh, the song of your redeemed has the saints of every nation are awakening to sing. And from our hearts there comes an anthem. Oh, hear the heavens ring. This is our song. Oh, yes, a song to our King. Let the worshipers arise. Yes, Lord. Let the sons and the daughters see. I surrender him my all. I surrender to the King again now. Yes, Father. 
let the worshipers arise. Let the sons and the daughters see. I surrender him my all. I surrender How great is our God, oh sing with me, how great is our God, oh and all will see, how great, how great is our God. Again now, how great is our God, praise you Lord Jesus. And how great is our God, oh sing with me, how great is our God, oh and all will see how great, how great is our God. First verse. Oh, the splendor of a king Clothed in majesty Let all the earth rejoice All the earth rejoice And he wraps himself in light Oh, in darkness, child, to hide And trembles at His voice Trembles at His voice Bring it up now How great is our God Oh, oh sing with me How great is our God With all your voice now how great, how great is our God. Name above all names now. Let's sing it together. Oh, name above all names. Jesus, you are worthy of all praise. Oh, in my heart. Our God, name above all names. Yes, Lord. Oh, name above all names. Oh, you are worthy of all praise. And my heart will sing how great is our God. Second verse. Age to age he stands. Oh, and time is in his hands. Beginning and the end. Beginning and the end. Oh, the 
bride in Christ are one. Uniting time has come, and soon we're going home. Hallelujah. Soon we're going home. How great is our God. Oh, sing with me. How great is our God. And oh, we'll see how great, how great is our God. And he's the name above all names. Let's sing it. Jesus, you're the name above all names. For you are worthy of all praise. We worship you, Jesus. And my heart will sing how great, how great you are. Sing it again now with all your hearts. Oh, name above all names, Jesus, you are worthy of all praise. Oh, and my heart will sing how great is our God. Last time now, how great is our God? Just softly. And how great is our God. Oh, sing with me. How great is our God. And oh, we'll see how great, how great is our God. Let's praise Him now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. That's how you push back against the devil right there. Amen. If you've got clouds of doubt trying to come into your life, anxiety, fear, whatever it is, you just, you just let God know what He is in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's sing a few more songs. There is none like you, and no one else can touch my heart the way He does. Amen. There is none like you if you mean it sing it now oh no one else can touch my heart like you do and I could search for all eternity Lord and find there is none like you Oh, there is none like you, Jesus. Oh, no one else can touch my heart like you do. And I could search for all eternity, Lord, and find there is none. Like you Just once again softly now Oh there is none Like you Oh Jesus 
For no one else can touch my heart like you do And I could search for all eternity, Lord And find there is none like you He's touched my heart and changed me from what I was. Man, let's take the word of our service and we'll, we'll change it. And they can play something softly as we mention some prayer requests for you. Man, and we want to be remembering these special needs. Man, I'd like to ask Brother Ben Pritchard if you would be ready to take these needs to the Lord for us. Man, we want to remember Sister Carrie Whitlock, um, just very sick, ear infections. I also want to remember Sister Becky in prayers. She's also not feeling well. Hold them up, if you will, in your prayers. Sister, um, uh, the Sylvester family is also not with us at this time. They're in Kentucky visiting family members. God would grant them traveling mercies. Uh, have a prayer request here for Brother Keith Buchanan as well, just sick with the fever, having breathing issues. Amen. That God would touch our Brother Keith. And, restore his body if you will remember sister connie hughes in prayer uh, she is having an mri today she has some procedures the doctors want to uh keep an eye on there and so if you'll just remember her in your prayers and that special need uh, uh we certainly think of brother ben mccafferty and the loss of his grandfather i don't know if anyone's heard of that or yet not uh, we just want to remember our brother ben sure that's very difficult he was very close to his grandfather so if you'll remember him in prayer um, please remember brother Burley in prayer he's he has had the uh, surgery for his um, the oral surgeries he had pending though he came through those still has uh, pending eye surgery amen we want to remember him in prayer that God would just intercede for him amen with what he's been through uh, if you remember uh the Harwell uh, sisters, they're in Pennsylvania, so for God would grant traveling mercies. Amen. We're glad to have the Parks family back with us. Amen. I know they were out of town. It's good to see you all again, so just welcome you back. Brother Ben, if you'll come at this time and take these needs to the Lord. Amen. Do you have unspoken prayer requests by the uplifted hand? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day you've given us. We thank you for letting us come to your house to worship you, Lord. We pray that you just be with Brother Barry as he brings the word to us, Lord. May it be uh, water to our souls. and We pray that you just uh, be with us the rest of this day, Lord. We pray that you just uh, touch the ones that are traveling, not with us. May you get them back here safely, Lord, the ones that's lost loved ones. Lord, comfort their hearts in this time. Lord, Brother Brother Burley, Lord, uh, what a man of God. And I pray, God, that your hand would just go down to him just now, Lord, and, and heal and let him be in recovery. And, well, we want to see him back behind the pulpit and preaching, Lord. Bless his body. Pray that you be with us the remainder of the service. In your name we pray. Amen. Let's sing this song together as you have your seats. Falling in love with Jesus, falling in love with Jesus, 
was the best thing I ever done. Oh, in his arms, I feel protected. In his arms, ever disconnected. In his arms, I feel protected. There's no place I'd rather be. Oh, falling in love with Jesus. Falling in Falling in love with Jesus was the best thing I ever done. Amen. Was it the best thing you ever did? Amen. Was to fall in love with Jesus. Amen. Such a beautiful song. Brother Matt has a special for us. Amen. Lost in space 
if not for grace. Precious Lord, please take my hand. Lead me home and let me stand. For I'm a hopeless case, lost in space. If not for grace, amazing grace, how sweet the sound. I once was lost, oh, but now I'm found. I was a hopeless case, lost in space, if not for grace. A hopeless case. Lost in space, if not for grace. Let's stand. Thank you, Brother Matt, for that beautiful special. Sing that song, my chains are gone, I've been set free. My chains are gone, I've been set free. Unending love, amazing grace again now. My chains are gold, I've been set free. My God, my Savior has ransomed me. Oh, like the blood, His mercy. Unending love, amazing grace. First verse, amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Chained to gold, I've been set free. And my God, my Savior, has ransomed me and like the blood oh his mercy reigns unending love amazing grace 
verse 3. The Lord has promised good to me. His word, my hope secure. Oh, He will my shield and portion be. As long as life endures and my chains are gold. I've been set free My God, my Savior Has ransomed me And like a flood His mercy reigns Unending love Amazing grace My chains are gone and my chains are gold, oh, I've been set free. And my God, my Savior, has ransomed me. And like a flood, His mercy reigns, unending love, amazing. Unending love, unending love, amazing grace. I believe he deserves a hand. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. I can just feel his presence so strong in this place right now. Amen. I believe it's time for the word. If our deacons would come forward, man, we'll take up our morning offering and you just... Give us unto the Lord and know that your tithes, your offerings go to further his kingdom around this world. Amen. Hallelujah. Brother Tom, if you'll lead us in prayer, brother. Amen. I've got that song on my heart. Let me walk with you, Jesus. I believe key of C. Amen. Let's sing that as the pastor comes. Man, you just pull on the gift this morning. I think we have Brother Aaron uh, to give us a report. Looking forward to that. Man, so you just be attentive to God's Word. Amen. Let me walk with you, Jesus. Don't ever leave me alone. For without I could never No, never Make heaven my home First verse Well, I've been on the mountain With Jesus And I've been in the valley so low oh but never one time has he failed me to him with my burdens 
Zagu one more time. Thank you, Lord. Oh, just let, let me walk with you, Jesus. And don't ever, ever leave me alone. For without you, I sounds so nice. Shake hands with somebody near you. Say, welcome, pilgrim, and you may be seated tonight, this, after, this morning. May God bless you all. Good to have all of you with us today in the house of the Lord. How many are glad to be in church today? Amen. There's such a, I came in through the back uh, during the song service in such a sweet spirit and uh, just such a nice atmosphere, my goodness, I thought, even if we shut it down, Brother Ron, and went home, it would just be nice for us to have been here today. And uh, so we welcome all of you today. I'd like to say it's nice to have the Walters back here, Sister Cindy. God bless you. Uh, good to have you with us today. Uh, it's great to have um, each and every one of you here. Brother Ben, we're sure praying for you, and I know you're real close to your grandfather. Going to be going out this week, Lord willing, Maybe. Uh, we're holding you up in prayers. I know you're real close to your grandmother, grandfather, I'm sorry. Uh, I want to say thanks to all of those that helped with the moving day yesterday for the Johnsons. Uh, it was a, a rainy day and uh, a lot of uphill, uh, uphill movement, but uh, we, we sure appreciated the help that was given and uh, the pews and the Johnsons. We want to remember them in prayer. And uh, Sister Johnson's right on the edge there of... Uh, going and so we want to uh, just keep that need in prayer and then we'll certainly jump in and help uh, when the baby comes. Sister Melody also close and uh, uh, that's uh, something that's very important to God. It's not something that God takes lightly but life coming into the world is a really important thing. Great to have Pete and Rachel back. Uh, great to have Brother Jonathan Mayle back and uh, we appreciate each one of you. We were not able to be uh, last night at the uh, singing for the uh, Tester, Sister Tester, um, but we sent an offering, and uh, I was doing a funeral yesterday, so we just were not able to be there, and um, we just trust that the Lord will undertake for her. I heard the turnout was very good. A couple of dates I want you to keep in mind. Number one, October 23rd, Sunday, we're going to have a harvest dinner, uh, and that will be um, a, a dinner after the morning service, so that's October 23rd. And then our end-of-the-year dinner, the event you don't want to miss, is uh, December 17th, and uh, that will be uh, 
that will be on a Saturday evening, December 17th. And we, that's the only weekend that we have in December to do that. Um, I wanted to say, too, that I really appreciated uh, the feedback that was given. I mentioned on Wednesday night, you know, that I hadn't done the mind reading course, and sometimes getting feedback from you is really, really good. And uh, for pastors especially, it's really nice to hear an honest your, your honest uh, feelings. I'm not looking for compliments, but uh, getting some feedback. And some of you took the time to write letters or emails and uh, some folks said texts, and, and it was just really nice. I learned a lot from the feedback that's given, and uh, it was really nice. I want to say welcome back to the parks uh, in Michigan, and uh, good to have them back and appreciate the cooler weather uh, that's back here now. And uh, we just love the fall and all that it brings with us. Um, this morning, I, I wanted to and just let me take a moment here and just say that... Uh, I asked Brother Aaron to take the service this morning. I had originally thought we were going to have two services today, but uh, I asked Brother Aaron to take the service. Next Sunday, we'll have uh, two services, and it'll be with, I'll take the morning service, and then Brother Kostia from Ukraine will be here and uh, mention to you uh, about him, and he's going to be taking the afternoon service at 4 o'clock. So that'll be next Sunday. But but today, I had originally thought in my mind, and I didn't mention it, uh, of having Brother Aaron talk a little bit about his uh, experience, which was really tremendous when he went back home to Zimbabwe. And uh, But I felt in my heart all for two or three days, and I just felt to ask him to take this morning's service so he's going to minister and give us a little update on some of the things that are happening over there. Now, we are called to be uh, stewards of the gospel, stewards of the kingdom and the mysteries of God. And uh, so it, it is a, a very correct thing for us to be concerned about taking the gospel to the world and witnessing and providing what we can uh, to a world that's heading into tribulation and uh, to spread the light and give good news. I mean, that's the Great Commission, isn't it, to go into all the world. And so in doing that, I put a high value on that. I put a high price on that. And uh, I think it's something that we, uh, in our church, we have emphasized a lot. We have invested a lot, and we have uh, paid a lot of attention and given a lot of energy to that commission because I, I think that's a, that's a glorious thing. We are in North America, and in this church, we are greatly blessed. Uh, we, are, we are comfortable. We have... Uh, a, a grand facility. Uh, we, I, I get letters from people all the time, and they write to me and say, "My, you're so blessed in your church. You're so, uh, it just seems like you know such a wonderful group and a wonderful atmosphere." And I always tell them, "It is, it is, and we are, we are blessed. And God has done a lot for us. God has done great things for us. And I think that in turn, like I mentioned last Sunday, it's not only to you but through you, God wants to operate." And I thank God for the to you part because we are what we are because of what God's given us. But it's not meant to stop here. It's meant to go through us to the world at large. And so whether it's your coworker who's four feet from you or whether it's somebody who lives in a mud hut in, in Zimbabwe somewhere, it doesn't matter. There is a world out there that is dying for love, dying for truth, and dying for uh, the right answers. And we have it all. We have it all to give. And so why shouldn't we give? So I put a lot of emphasis on 
of what Brother Aaron is going to talk about today and the experiences that he has. Plus, I want to say this, that we're blessed to have him uh, here and other people from other nations because when, uh, when we talk about trying to meet a need in another area, it is uh, really a wonderful thing to have a person who has lived in that, uh, lived in that part of the world, like Brother Tim here, travels in many countries, but in Ghana, who knows better what to do in Ghana but the people from Ghana? They have a much better sense of how Ghana operates and how the believers struggle and what they need in, in that country more than I do. And I never go to a country and try to tell people, this is what you need. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to bring you. I always like to find out what is it that you're doing, what are you struggling with, and how can we come alongside you and support you. And uh, this, that's a, quite a different approach. But I rely on these brothers in these nations who uh, live there and minister to the bride and their fivefold ministry in one way or another to the bride there. Uh, I rely on them because they have great insight and great understanding and sensitivity to what is happening there. So with Brother Aaron in Zimbabwe, he knows the country, knows the people, knows the ministry, knows how things work. And uh, it's just valuable. That's valuable information for us because then we know better how to help. And I think we have, you know, limited resources, but we want to use those resources the very best we possibly can. All right. So in saying that, we are uh, just honored to have uh, him with us this morning. And uh, Sister Trish, and it's great to have them uh, back here today. So why don't we stand to our feet and we're going to... Um, just sing that little chorus, Matt. It's Jesus I really want to see. And uh, I want you to pull in now and pull on that gift and just ask the Lord to speak to your heart today. Uh, we've got several members of our assembly that are uh, really not well today. Brother Keith uh, asked me, especially uh, this morning, just a few minutes ago, to remember him in prayers. He's having trouble breathing. And uh, Sister Becky, Sister uh, Carrie Whitlock, and... Uh, several others and so we want to remember them in prayer today let's sing it together now and we'll turn it to brother aaron it's jesus i really want to see it's jesus i really want to to me for it's Jesus I really want to see one more time now together oh it's Jesus Father, we thank you this morning, Lord Jesus, 
for you are everything to us. You are the principal theme of the Bible. You are the principal theme of our life. Father, we want to see you every day. We want to see you in the flowers. We want to see you in the rising of the sun and the setting thereof. We want to see you, Father, when we go through trials, when we go through sicknesses. You are our everything. We thank you this morning, Lord, for we know that we have a friend. We have a high priest that has lived in this world, that knows what it means to be sick, that knows what it means to go without food, that knows what it means to go through financial troubles. And because of that, Lord, you can be touched, oh God, by the feeling for our infirmities. Father, we have, Lord God, your children here that have raised their hands, some are at home, sick, Father battling oh god the trials of this life we thank you father for what you have given us the power to overcome lord you said in your word fear not because i have overcome you shall overcome also we thank you father for this assurance lord for we know that your word never fails come father in our midst this morning and just speak to our hearts oh god pour in your spirit and fill us, O oh God, with your presence. We commit this service into your hands, O oh God. May you use this opportunity, Lord. Father, we approach this as if it's our last service. We see this, Father. Is this, Father, this is our last time gathering together. May you just come, Father, and comfort those who are broken. And Lord God, be the healing to those who are sick. We ask these things in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. God bless you. You may have your seats. So happy to be in the house of the Lord with you this morning. Um, appreciate Brother Barry um, being able to uh, yield his time for me here. Uh, I'm very, very nervous. I'm not used to <laughs> preaching and him sitting there. It uh, feels very awkward. <laughs> so, but uh, I believe all things work together for good. Um, so I'm not going to get into a lot of preliminaries because we have a lot to cover. And as usual, I don't preach for long. I, I believe in the message of the hour. So it has to be one hour or less. <laughs> because uh, the, the bride should not enter through the tribulation. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, um, but I'm so happy to be back with you. When I was going to Zimbabwe, I thought I was going home. When I was leaving Zimbabwe, I said, I'm going back home. (laughs) So this has become home for me and each and every one of you. You have become my friends, my, my, my brothers, my sisters, my buddies, and I love each and every one of you. And when you are not around, I miss each and every one of you. And I want to uh, thank Brother Peter for uh, helping out with Sunday school while I was away. And uh, appreciate Brother Barry for uh, his support. Um, just being able to help us, Father, uh, help us to make the trip to Zimbabwe. He made it very easy for us. <laughs> he even um, gave us some uh, some money for a vacation, but we didn't get the time to do vacation. <laughs> so we, we still have to find time to do that. But uh, let's open our Bibles here um, in First Corinthians chapter three, verse no, chapter four, verse one. First uh, Corinthians chapter four, verse one. If we can stand, the Bible says that um, let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ, 
and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. You may have your seat. Um, I'm just going to share some scriptures here as a preamble, um, and then we'll get into um, some of the uh, missionary reports, uh, some of the pictures and the stories uh, from our time when we were in Zimbabwe. Being that it's a Sunday service, I wouldn't want just to be sharing pictures. I also have to uh, prophesize the service is not complete without the reading of the word. So I had to, we had to just sort of like combine it. So, but uh, not to worry, it's going to be very brief. And um, so we want to talk about the, 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 the stewards of the mysteries of God. And uh, for a subtopic, is the Zimbabwe trip report. So uh, if, you, if you back out, if you go to chapter 3, verse, um, uh, verse 21, the Bible says, just before that verse, Paul says here, Therefore, let no, man, let no man glory in man, for all things are yours. Whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas, for, or the word of life or death, all things present or things to come, all things are yours. And ye are Christ, and Christ is God's. So, Paul was talking to a church in Corinthians, and they were obsessed with personalities and groups and cliques and doctrines. And some were saying, I belong to Paul. Some were saying, I belong to Apollos. Some were saying, I belong to Jesus. Some were oneness, twoness, threeness. Some were saying, we just listen to the tapes only. Well, we love Apollos. He's good at you know, explaining the Bible. Some says, well, we just, lead, we just read the, uh, we just love to, 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 to listen to the Gospels, to what Jesus Christ said himself. So we are of Jesus. So, so Paul now is saying that let no man glory in a man. Praise God. He says, don't be, in other words, don't glorify man or don't just look at things from a carnal perspective and personalities. And he says in verse 4, if you are to give an account of us, if you are to describe us, he says, you should describe us as stewards of the mysteries of God. That's what he's saying. In other words, we are not trying to have a movement. We are not trying to have a little uh, clique. We are not trying to have a little group. We are not trying to be everywhere. We are not trying to solve every problem. But we are just stewards of the mysteries of God. And the word stewards, it means like a keeper of the house. Who keeps the house on behalf of the master. And that work was typically done some, uh, a few times by people who are free. But a lot of times it was done by former slaves who had been free. And that's you and me. We were once slaves to sin. But now are we the Lord's free man. And because of that, we are stewards of his house. I don't believe we have to go to a tantrum where we just say, we are the bride, everything's going to be okay. We have a part to play in the mystery of redemption. We have a part to play, to play in the message of the hour. And it's a very big part to play. Because you have to understand why the Holy Ghost was given for. It was not given for us just to sit in our pews. The Holy Ghost was given so that Jesus might continue his work in the church. That, that God may be able to continue and finish his work. 
There were things that Jesus Christ could not do when he was here on earth. But he says the Holy Spirit is going to come. The comforter is going to come. So when he comes back in the form of the Holy Spirit, he is able to continue his work. And we are the stewards of that mystery. When it comes to the truth on water baptism, we are stewards of that. We teach our children. We tell our neighbors. We tell the world about it. When it comes to the truth on marriage and divorce, those are the mysteries of God. We tell the world about it. When it comes to uh, the issue of gender, we tell people God made a man and he made a female. Male and, and female made he him. Praise God. We are stewards of the truth of God. So as, as vision books, we are just playing our little part in fulfilling God's commandment as he has made us to be stewards. And as stewards, I want you to understand that we don't choose to be stewards. We were born to do this work. If you are a mother, you are a steward. It's incumbent upon you to teach your children. And you cannot abrogate that duty. You have to give an account for that. If you are a father, you are a steward of your household. You have to be a priest of that house. Because remember, Job was offering sacrifice for his family. So the first priesthood in the Bible was fathers. So up to now, as a father of the house, you are the priest of that house. It's your duty to pray for your family. It's your duty to pray for your children. You are a steward of your house. Praise God. So as the ministers of Jesus Christ, we are not just here just to give a good sermon and go back home. We are stewards and we are going to give an account of what we preach. We are going to give an account on our, our, our approach to the message of the hour. What we did with the message of the hour, we are going to give an account. Can we take it and bury it in the ground? Can we put it in a brochure? We can't do that. We have to let it shine. We have to tell the world about it. Jesus Christ was revealed to us in these last days. We have one absolute, and that's Jesus Christ. But Jesus Christ said, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify and to signify of these things. So that's where we are, and that's what we tell the world. Praise God. So here in John chapter 21, verse 17, the Bible says, He said unto him the third time, Jesus, talking to Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he said unto him, the third time, lovest thou me? And he said unto him, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus said unto him, feed my sheep. So God does not use a vain repetition. If he asks Peter three times, it means that that's something very important. When Jesus Christ says, verily, verily, that's not vain repetition. God does not use vain repetition. If he says something three times, it means that it's something that is very dear to his heart. So, it, does, it did not stop with Peter only. The commission is with you and I. We have to feed God's flock. We have to feed God's sheep. And our children are part of that sheep. We have to feed them the message of the hour. We don't just let them play games all day. We have to gather them together. Open a scripture. Tell them about the message of the hour. Tell them about the rapture. Tell them about the time that we are living in. Because that's what Jesus Christ said to Peter. Let's read another scripture here. The Bible, the prophet says, it's a quotation. It says, um, 
when I was in, in, it was in Africa, it says last time it almost discouraged me to see all the missionaries just around the city and living in fine hotels with nice big automobiles and going to the compound once in a while and watch the natives dance and pass out some trucks. That's not the David Livingstone missionary. No, sir. We want to get back into where the heathen worship is still in existence and there preach the unsearchable riches of Christ. And the prophet says, Brother Osborne is one of those kind. Maybe we can say Brother Barry is one of those kind. He goes right into the field and preaches to those people we have never heard the name of Jesus Christ ever spoke. So I'm happy that you go to see and have some conception now. So when we go to Africa, we're not just going there for uh, tourism. Just to, we are going to the compounds. We are going to sit with the heathens. We are going to pass Bibles to people who have never heard of the name of Jesus. You might not believe it, but there are people who have never heard about Jesus Christ. And I think it's unfair for someone to hear the message a hundred times and someone has never heard it for the first time. So this is what we do uh, as a church. That's what we do as vision books. We go to the people that have never heard the gospel. And some of the books that we send out in the Bibles, somebody who has never owned a Bible in their life. That's what it's about, friends. It's about winning souls for the kingdom of heaven. Now, we can, I can give you a little preview, but you will see it when we get on the other side. The effect of your prayers and your support and what you are doing here. Praise the Lord. The prophet says, in, in, he saw by himself, and you are here to fulfill it too. Just walk unconscious of fear. Walk unconscious of criticism. Listen, we, we, we love constructive criticism. We believe that God speaks through criticism. And we always take criticism and try to improve our processes. But we don't also let negative criticism stop what we are doing. Because here the prophet is saying, walk unconscious of criticism. Walk unconscious of the world. Walk as you walk with Christ. Walk with him, not paying any attention to the right or the left hand. Just keep moving on. If something comes up in the church, walk with God. Hallelujah. If sickness strikes you, walk with God. If the neighbor don't like you, walk with God. Just keep walking with God. And that's my message to you. There's a lot of destruction in this world. The news, everything is, is it's kind of like a destruction. But we have to keep walking. We have to keep moving. If we know and we see it in the word that missionary work is always in the will of God, then we have to keep walking. You know, the troubles will come, criticisms will come, you know, uh, the devil will try to throw some spikes, but we'll keep walking. Praise God. And the prophet says here, if the flower serves its purpose and God has a resurrection for the flower, how much more for our sister who serves their purpose in life? God has a resurrection for those that save their purpose. We can find our purpose and then serve them. So in other words, we have a purpose in being saved. The prophet, before you'd pray for an, an infidel, would say, if God heals you, are you going to serve him? That was always the question that he asks an unbeliever before he prays for them. Because remember, God is, a, is an investor. If you read the spoken word, investment. He does not just deposit things in you just to sit. Remember the parable of the talents, right? I mean, we can, I can't get into all the details, but just high level, 
God has invested things in you and he has to make that work. If it means he has to bring persecution for you to realize your purpose, he has to do it. Philippians chapter 3 verse 10, the Bible says, That I may know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable unto his death. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. So everyone is going to rise. Either you rise on the first resurrection or you rise on the second resurrection. But everyone is going to rise. Some are going to rise to everlasting life. Some are going to rise unto uh, condemnation. So Paul here, when he's saying that I may attain unto the resurrection, he does not mean that I will fail to rise because everyone is going to rise. But he's talking about the first resurrection. Now, the first resurrection is the resurrection of the royal seed of Abraham. And those that rise on the first resurrection or that go in the rapture, the second death has no power over them. In other words, they don't go through the judgment. So there's a difference between people that are good, that may have eternal life. We have many good people in the world. We don't know whether they will be there or not, but that's up to God, right? Uh, Like Queen Elizabeth, she passed away recently. We can't judge if she's going to be there or not. What, what we know is that she may not be part of the first resurrection, but whether she will have eternal life at the second resu- resurrection, that's up to God. But now, there is a measure of faith you have to have to come to the first resurrection. There is a measure of faith you have to have to go, to go into the rapture. That's where the difference is between us and the denominations. That's where the difference is between Abraham and Lot. Praise God. So as stewards, as people with a purpose, we are looking for a better resurrection. Which is the first resurrection. And we don't take these things lightly. We don't take the scriptures lightly. We don't take quotations lightly. Because we are the candidates of the first resurrection. And through us, the Bible says that we shall judge the earth. How shall we judge the earth if we don't have a higher standard? So in other words, we have got a higher responsibility in Jesus Christ. We have a higher responsibility in heaven. Because remember, the bride shall sit with Christ on the throne in the city. But some people will be outside the city. And the Bible says the kings of the earth shall come once a year to take their leaves from the tree of life. But you and I are going to be in the city. That's why we are stewards this morning. The prophet says, I think he explains what I was just talking about, about attaining to the first resurrection. And God doesn't call men to judgment, he says. And to so many of us, a stewardship, we have to answer for. This responsibility is a stewardship that's, not been, commi- that, that's been committed to us by God. I don't care what it is. I said a few months ago, a housewife, then be a gen- genuine housewife. That's right. If it's a farmer, be a genuine farmer. Whatever it is that God has put you to do. You got, you got a stewardship to that. You've got to answer to God for, for, for it because it takes all these things to do it. That's what the prophet is saying here. He's talking about stewardship. First Peter 4 verse 9. You, use your hospital, hospitality one to another without grudging. As every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. So we are stewards of the grace of God. We don't use the grace of God for lasciviousness. We don't use the grace of God for iniquity. We don't use the grace of God to walk on top of the blood of Jesus Christ. 
we are stewards of the grace of God. And it's our duty to give that grace to other people. When you testify, you are administering grace to people who are, who are lost. Remember the vision when the, when the prophet went to the cafeteria and he was condemning that woman. And, the, and God came and corrected him. And he saw his own sins bumping against a crimson uh, stream in, in heaven, in, 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 in the atmosphere. Why? Because he had forgot that he is a steward of grace. We have to administer grace to our neighbors. We have to administer grace to the heathens. We have to administer grace to the lost. Now, in recognizing uh, your day and this message, the prophet says, Now, the seventh angel's message is to open the mystery of the seals, calling the eleventh hour Gentile workers to receive the same pay that the first hour workers got. Now, Jesus taught it. He said, they, There were some people went into the harvest. They were hired, and, they were, and when they did, of, of the early morning, they received a time, a pen for the day, and at noon time, and so on and so on. So he's talking about that parable when there were workers that came in the first hour, second hour, until the eleventh hour, and they all received the same price. And here the prophet, in, in some quotations, he says that uh, World War I, it was stopped on the eleventh day of the eleventh month at eleven o'clock, so that God can bring the eleventh hour workers. So you and I are the 11th hour workers. So the only reason why these atomic bombs are not going to destroy the world is for the 11th hour workers, the stewards of the last days, to administer grace to the last one. Because God is not waiting for you to finish your degree. God is not waiting for you to get married. God is waiting until the last one is sealed. Until the last one receives the message of the hour. Because what did he say? He says, hold the four winds of the earth until we have sealed the servants of God. That's the Jews, right? But we also have Gentiles who come through the, the workers of the 11th hour. You and I are those laborers in, in his vineyard. Luke 12, verse 42. And the Lord says, who then is that faithful and wise steward? So Jesus is qualifying a faithful and wise. So, those are the two qualities of a steward. You have to be faithful and you have to be wise. Whom his Lord shall make ruler over his house, household. So, in other words, as a steward, we are just keepers of this house. But if we are faithful on the other side, we shall be rulers over his household. To give them their portion of meat in due season. Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. So, you want Jesus Christ, when he comes... To find us doing that, giving out food, giving out Bibles, giving out the message of the hour, whether it's through preaching, praying, you know, uh, whatever you, are, you can do, you know, in offering, whatever it is. We want, we want Jesus Christ, to, when he comes, to find us doing this. He says, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith upon the earth? And this faith is the faith that was once delivered. It's the faith that we find in the book of Acts. That's the faith that Jesus Christ is looking to find. And uh, here is my last scripture before I get into the slides. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abraham, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. And Abraham said, Lord, what wilt thou give me, seeing I, I go childless? And the steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus. So this is where you first find the word steward. Eliezer, who is a type of you know, God's messenger, he was the steward of the house of Abraham. Just like uh, King Ahusras, he had seven chamberlains. Because well, the chamberlain is a steward. 
and one of the chief uh, 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 servants, his name was Memukian, is the one that gave the secret unto Esther of what the king loves. So that guy was faithful in executing his duty as a steward. So that's what we are doing. Praise the Lord. So here is uh, 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 some of the uh, pictures of my trip to, 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 to Zimbabwe. So uh, when you walk into Africa, it's different from this part of the world. People still love Christ. People still read Bibles in school. And this is a, a minibus. I took this with my phone. I just bumped into this while I was driving. So this is a minibus, and they use this to travel a lot. And you can see that this is a title of a tape, right? Why Christ Speak? And it's on the minibus. And at the back, just to confirm that this is not a coincidence, at the back of the minibus, it says, Final Voice to the Final Age. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So it's still hearts that have conviction, hearts that are still responding to the word. So that's what we are doing. And when I arrived, I first attended uh, a, little, a little convention that we had in Harare. And uh, yeah, it was a very small, scaled back <laughs> convention. Because when we meet, we are usually thousands and thousands. But we had a small one, and these are some of the people that were in the tent. And then immediately after that, I was on the road. And you can see those mountains. I, I took this with, the, with, the, with my phone. And I went to this little church. It's in a place called Chamiti. And um, I went there, and I met the pastor, met the group, and uh, took my, uh, some, 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 some resources that I had, Bibles and, and books, and also got the chance to minister the gospel. And after ministering the gospel, I also got a chance to go into the village, sit down with some of the people, talk to them, because, you know, you also want to, as, as the quotation we have read, go to the compounds where they live, right? And Africa is so diverse. You know, it's a, it's a continent with 52 countries. And each country, like, for example, Zimbabwe, they say it is the record for the most official languages in the world. It's a country of about maybe 21 million people, but you've got maybe eight lang official languages. You can use that. You can find it on Google. So it's so diverse, you know. There are other regions where I don't even can hear their language, and they have a different lifestyle. So sometimes when we, people look at Africa, they just think, you know, everyone is the same. No, it's different. Just like here in America, you know, it's different from Mexico, it's different from uh, uh, Brazil, you know. And even within America, uh, the West Coast is different from the East Coast, it's different from the South, right? So Africa is also very, very diverse. I've gone to a place, one time I went to a priest to a certain place for couple of weeks and months, and one old elder sister, she came to me, and she said, Brother Aaron, I've, I've got something for you, you know, as an offering, and she gave me roasted wild mice, and she said, you can have this as a snack, I, I don't eat mice, really, but in that region, they did, eat, they do eat what? Wild mice. I know some of you are looking at me like, mm. <laughs> but you see, you know, you have to travel to understand. Like, if you go to China, people eat dogs and snakes. You know, people are different, right? And some of the seafood that you eat here, if other people would see that, they'll be like, no, we can't, you can't eat a crab, right? Or shrimp. We think that's, that's tasty, but someone would be like, mm-mm. <laughs> you know? Or octopus or calamari or the different things that you eat. So it's only weird if you're not part of that culture, Right? I mean, there's a lot of things that, you know, I've shown people that people here eat 
they were shocked. Especially things that come from the sea, some things that creep, some that fly, you know. But God is a God of differences and colors. <laughs> so I was there just ministering and the pastor there. So this is a little group in Chiamiti. This was on a Saturday and these people, there was a welfare program going on where, because it's a very poor region. So people were going there to put down their names to receive food. But they sacrificed just to come to hear the word. So it really, really touched my heart to be able to be with these people and to minister to them. And this is their little group. They got this piece of land and they are making mud bricks. So what they do is they take turns to make mud bricks to build a church. You know, you and I don't have to build our own church. We don't have to make mud bricks. We just have to sign up for dinner (laughs) and come to church. On time, that's all we ask to do. But here are people that have to clear out the land. And it's a very rocky place, so they have to take out all the rocks, make sure it's flat, and then they, they take turns with the brothers and the sisters. Some of the nursing mothers, you find them making mud bricks, thousands and thousands, and then they put them in a fire, burn them, and then they build a church. And when we have resources, we help them with, with the roofing. Like, for example, this is an example of a, a church that we helped uh, you know, it's in a place called Norton, and this is a shelter which they have. Because these are some of the sisters that were, you know, making mud bricks. Because what happens is, after COVID, most of the groups, they would meet in school classrooms, right? But after COVID, the government gave a proclamation to say, no one is going to use classrooms. So they were worshipping under a tree, right? Which is fine, but then when it rains, it's a little bit hard. I know there was a group where they'll have service and then they, they have to follow the shadow through the service because it will be so hot in, in the dry savanna. And, you know, maybe at one o'clock they're on this side. By the time the service finishes, they are, they are moving, you know, just following the shadow of a tree. So this is a group in, in Nedziwa. You see, this, these are actual sisters. I met some of them making their mud bricks and they will be praying, you know, some of the things that... We do, we, we don't have control over because these saints will be praying and fasting and taking turns to say, Lord, please uh, send us, uh, help us, you know. And then all of a sudden, like, maybe we can help this little group. And just to find out that we're actually praying for that. So we, 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 we send funds and we build them this structure. And they were very, very thankful. I had an opportunity to meet some of the people there. That's me. And that's inside the shelter that we built for them. They were, they were worshipping under a tree, and they were so thankful. And I, I, I couldn't travel. Like, like sometimes I would travel midweek and not to service, just to meet the people, right? So I will just meet with a few people, maybe the trustees and a few brothers, because, I mean, on a Sunday, my schedule would be so tight. And obviously, I wouldn't want people to stop whatever they are doing just to come and meet me. So I met with a few of the people there, and this is the structure that they have. And you can see that they, they don't have chairs, right? We're going to have to uh, get them some plastic chairs. So those are the chairs which they use for service. And then here on a Sunday, I was ministering to, this is an established church, um, one of the first church that Brother Joseph Chikos built in the late 80s. So that's where Sister Trish, my wife, comes from. It's in the eastern part of Zimbabwe. And that's the church. And <laughs> I don't know how this is going. <laughs> but <laughs> we're trying to have a picnic here. 
this is at Sister Trish's house in Eastern Zimbabwe, and we're trying to have a picnic after service. And so this is a, a stake of a seal's book that was sent to Zimbabwe. Uh, we had a truck that was, we had a, a, a shipment to, to Malawi, Brother Precious in Malawi, he receives books by their thousands. And we have a truck that drops books in Zimbabwe, South Africa, Durban, and we send throughout Southern Africa. So this is a stack of books, and this is an overflow. Like, we have literally books outside because, you know, inside it was full. That's the little shelter that we, were, that we were given to put books. So these were outside, and thank God it wasn't raining. But thankfully, within four or five days, these books will be finished, being, you know, distributed. And we, we, we rented this truck just to go into some of the places to take the books because you can't go to some of the areas with a small car. Otherwise, you get stuck. Even I actually got stuck with a truck, right? So <laughs> you can imagine if I go with a little... Um, Sit down. So we'd, we'd, we'd uh, load these books late in the evening, and then I would wake up early in the morning and go around dropping books. So there was one day when I, when I dropped books to 16 places. So what I would do is that I would have a schedule. The brothers would make a schedule for me to say, first stop, 5 a.m. in the morning. It's going to be this place. And then 5.30 or 6, 6 a.m., this place, 7 a.m. So we had to make sure there was a, a pastor and maybe some brothers who would meet me just to get the books. And I would ha- only have a very short window. If, if, I, if the brother doesn't show up, maybe in 15, 10 minutes, then I'll go to the next one because my schedule was very, very tight. And it was heartwarming to see some of the brothers. And we also... Uh, bought uh, hundreds of Bibles from Bible Society. Actually, when I went to Bible Society, some of the uh, 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 managers, uh, you know, they run. They came to meet me because, you know, we have bought many Bibles from them, and they just wanted to say, Brother Aaron, thank you for your support and you know, buying Bibles from us. And they gave me three mug cups just as a way of appreciating all the uh, Bibles that we have been be- buying from them over the years. And unfortunately, I didn't bring any <laughs> over. But yeah, so we'd buy these Bibles. Like this was very early in the morning when they open, get the Bibles, load them in a truck, and then go on the way. Here's another example of what I was talking about where we do give books and Bibles. That's our primary responsibility. But sometimes, once in a while, when we have a little bit of resources, we do help saints like this. Like this is a place called Guja. These believe the message, but they were also worshiping under a tree, right? And then they um, baptizing people, having a revival. And then as soon as they learned that we might be helping them with the roof, they went on to clear the land right away. And we buy these, uh, these, um, this timber so that you know, we have a structure. And this is treated for termites, and then they have a shade. So I got a chance to visit this place. I went with the Bibles. And, you know, there was a time when I was preaching to a place and I was so tired. Because sometimes I would preach like three, four times in a day. You know, I didn't want to preach really, but sometimes I got forced to eat. So, <laughs> so I had a stake of Bible and I would say, whoever is going to, going to make the 
uh, a biggest amen is going to get the Bible. <laughs> Brother, I tell you, we had a revival. <laughs> and I had to give the first Bible to my translator because he, now he was, you know, overpowering me. <laughs> People couldn't, because <laughs> he was going like, he was, going, he was translating and say, amen. <laughs> and I said, okay, brother, you, you, you have the Bible. <laughs> and I wish I could do that here, you know. <laughs> And it was, it was really nice. And, uh, and I tell you, the Holy Spirit just knows, you know, what to do. I remember there was a place where they were f- praying and fasting for the whole day. And they were going to have a, a healing service on a, I think it was on a Friday. So I was talking to this brother. I said, I have got books. I'll just come and drop the books. And he said, you have to preach for us. We've got special meetings. It was a healing uh, uh, service. I said, oh, okay, yeah, maybe it's the Holy Spirit because I did not eat anything from morning and I was wondering why. And, you know, I always try to, like Brother Abraham would say, before I go and pray for the sick, I, I try to make sure that I don't eat a lot so that the Holy Spirit can just, you know, work. And, and we had, we went there, gave books and had a prayer line and we had so many cases and we prayed for people. It was, it was really good. And we had many cases and I, I won't have time to get into it somewhere in very, very serious conditions, you know. And, um, yeah, a lot of things happened there. So we gave these Bibles to these groups and, and, and books, and they were very, very thankful. And also went to the houses of the brothers, some of the brothers, and some of the new ones, just to tell them about the message and to confirm. You know, Paul and Barnabas would say, please go and confirm those souls, right? So we also do that, and this is in a little hut and you can see some of the Bibles there. And uh, these saints were so happy that, you know, they came and they gave me <laughs> a rabbit to eat and a, and a free, a free red chicken. <laughs> and I didn't have the strength to kill the rabbit. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I have now been Americanized. <laughs> because back then, well, it didn't take me five minutes. <laughs> I would be roasting the thing, you know. <laughs> I remember sending a message to the Sunday school uh, group, WhatsApp, and said, hey, please pray for me because I don't have strength. And I didn't kill it, you know. I just I went to my brother's place. I said, hey, here is a rabbit. Uh, let's prepare it for supper. And then I disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> and the kids were like, no, don't kill it. <laughs> I said, hey, this is not America. This is food. We are in Africa. <laughs> and <laughs> I also met this brother, Mukaya Sango. This brother was praying to receive a Bible for over 10 years. Yeah, I mean, I don't have time. I have videos, but I don't have time to show everything. So we gave him this Bible. We prayed. He was so happy. I tell you, he was so happy. It's like, you know, it, it meant everything to him. He says, Brother Aaron, I was praying for a Bible. Because in this part of the world, they don't have you know, a lot of disposable income. It's in the country. People just have their crops, they eat, and then that's it. And then we went into his house. That's him sitting there and just, you know, spoke to him, and he was very, very excited. And we also went to another house. We met this brother. His brother, his name is Brother Rugare. And he was, I'm just going to skip his picture here just for, he was very sick. And, in fact, he was dying when we, when we walked in. We prayed for him. His hands were already cold when we were praying for him. And he didn't have I would say maybe $40 just to get an insulin. And, you know, so we, we tried our best. We gave them money to send him to the hospital. They, but when they took him to the hospital, it, it was too late, you know. 
So he just, they tried to do everything, and then the following day he passed away. And that was heartbreaking, but, um, you know, some of, you know, that's, that's part of the field, right? Just to show you, like, some of the places that, you know, when, when someone doesn't have a Bible, they really can't afford a Bible. But he was a wonderful man. His name was Brother Gary, and he was old, and he went to be with the Lord. And um, I was happy that, you know, at least we were with him during that last hour. And we, we tried our best, but I guess it was God's time, you know. Because as soon as, after praying, I said, hey, let's find, there's no ambulance, right? I mean, they, I think they had to find, like, a cart and put some donkeys. I said, no, let's, let's not do that. Let's find a, a truck. And let's, let's send him to the hospital. And this is a place in Buhera. It's called Machade or Saints. That's them receiving their church age books. And this is another place that I visited. These were saints. We gave them Bibles and books. And here, uh, that was last year, when we, they, were, they were also worshiping under a tree. And they built this with their mud bricks. And we helped to put a roof for them. And that's the church, and they had a dedication, dedication meetings. That's them in the dedication meetings. And they were very, very excited. And this structure is like the most prominent thing in the area. Like there's literally nothing, right? And some of the people, why sometimes we do this is because someone is con- converted from Catholic, right? Where they have a nice big cathedral. And we try to just make it a little easy for the people not to build something fancy but at least somewhere where at least they can gather and worship. And I was on the road. This is a, a scarpment. It's called Mamvradona, or Mudzimundiringe, which, which means uh, uh, so, uh, a spirit watch over me because it, it was known to be dangerous during the early days because it was very steep. So this borders Zimbabwe and Mozambique. So we drove there uh, with my truck, and we went I think it was like a three-hour drive. Uh, we, we passed through, you know, the villages. And this was our first stop. I think it was like maybe 6 a.m. or something like that. We, we dropped these Bibles and um, this uh, seals book to the saints. It's a place called Madziwa. And they were very, very excited. And they were thankful to receive the, the material. And these are some of the ministers that minister in three places, Bindura, Mount Darwin, and Mukumbura. They also came very early in the morning, they got their books and they were on their way. And um, this is just a little road sign. They, and I also met this brother, he was said to be ordained, he has got a group in, in, in Mukumbura. And he came to, me, to meet me there at the, this is where we met, this is what we call the growth point. That's like where all the shops are, that's like uptown in that region, right? So we met there, you know, gave them books and, and Bibles and they were thankful, and you can see on the corner there, that's his bicycle, that's his mode of transport, and you would go for <laughs> kilometers and miles just traveling, testifying. I went to a place where there were meetings, and uh, the, the, our, our truck was the only car on the parking lot, and there were all motorcycles, just maybe three of them, one minister and two other brothers, and the people who had come to the meetings, they had walked for some 10 miles, you know, they crossed the muddy rivers just to come and have services. And that's the truck there. And some of these sisters, because this was a midweek, and the brothers would, would be working, so the sisters would come to represent them to collect books and then send them back. So I'll just drop the books and the seals and 
just continue on the road. There are some of the brothers and ministers receiving their Bibles. And this is a, a river that had dried. So it's all sand, but it's, it's, it's really a river, but now it's dry because that region is called Region 5. So in Zimbabwe, they classify from Region 1 to Region 5. So Region 1 is like where there's rainfall, nice climate, nice soil. So Region 5 is where they say it's not fit for human habitation. You typically find elephants, tsetse flies, and things like that. But you do have people who live in those regions. So it's dry. So here, uh, our truck was actually stuck in the quicksand. You know, when a river dries, at the bottom, there's a lot of sand, and it's very quick. So we had to pray to just get out, and then we went to this meeting, and they were having combined services. We, we left Bibles and books, and the saints were very, very, very happy. It was just between services, and these are some of the bikes which they use, and we have sent a, a, a few, a number of these bikes over to Zimbabwe to help some of the missionaries that travel. We were like what Brother Elias does and, 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 and the brothers in Tanzania, they they use some places even a car wouldn't work. Only a bike can reach some of the some of the places and because of the terrain and poor road network. And these are from China. You find all kinds of names. Xing Zhongkong and you know different ones. And this one is Shi Zhang. <laughs> so <laughs> that was me trying to <laughs> see if I could still ride a bicycle. <laughs> and I got some wild foods from the saints as an offering, you know. I took Bibles from this box and they loaded it with these uh, wild foods. They said, Brother Aaron, just help yourself along the way. And we also went to this place. It's in called Ma- Mahuwe. So these are some of the shelters that we, we, we do when we have resources. And some of the saints came, came to meet us and we gave them uh, Bibles, Shona Bibles, and the Seals book. They were very, very happy. They were actually ready for service. And I just went in. I said, hey, I'm not going to preach today. I'm going to give you Bibles and books, and then I'm going to get out of here. And then the pastor may come and you know, preach to you. So they were very gracious to come. Some walked you know, many miles. And you know, because this is being streamed, you know, I won't get into some of the details. But uh, some of these places you find... Uh, missionaries that Brother Branham talk about with no shoes on, like literally. So that's that just shows you how remote some of these places are. And uh, these are the saints uh, getting their Bibles and books. Uh, that's uh, Mahua Tabaneko. And then I went to this other group. So here they are meeting in a classroom, right? This is where, like, when when the government allows them to use the classroom. So these saints are also making mud bricks. So we, we gave them uh, the seals book. We sang together. We worshipped and and left them. Praise God. And just they were just so thankful to receive the seals book. And these ones, I met them along the road, right? They just said, hey, just wait at this little junction. We're going to come there. They came, and then we gave them Bibles. This is a group that I would say I... Not pastor, but just ministered to for a number of um, a number of uh, maybe I would say maybe a little over one year. So I got a chance to go back and minister to them. They are in a farm. They live in farming communities, um, and this place they actually are given by someone just to use, like someone who has a farmhouse, right? 
and they allowed them to use a section of that farmhouse to have services. So we had services there and and minister there. And you see that little speaker right over there. We also send those speakers. They cost like maybe $140 each. It's a speaker that has a microphone and you can also put an SD card. So we, people use it for evangelism. They use it for services. They also use it to play tapes whenever they want to play tapes, like in a midweek service. So it has a battery. If you charge it, it can go for like 10 hours. So 140 can help the saints in many, many ways. So that's me with my stack of Bibles looking for the uh, biggest amen in the service. <laughs> and I tell you, I went there and I was revived. There was fire in this group. And the Holy Ghost just came and, you know, we had a really wonderful time. And we left the Bibles and, and, and books. And those are the, that's the group outside. They were very excited. And I had not seen them for, 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 for a very long time. This is, one of, this is a group. I don't know if, if the sister is here, the one that gave me wild mice, but she's part of this group. <laughs> Her name is Sister Zulu. And I also went on the same day and uh, had, a, had to meet these saints. Now, these meet, now this place is not their church. There's a, there's a, a, a denominational church that allowed them to use their facility. So they have like church in the morning, and then after they finish church, they allow these saints to also have church in their facility. So this is where they have services. And we... We went there, um, preached a little bit, and gave them the seals book. I mean, within like maybe four or five days, all the seals book was finished. I think we sent like over 5,000 in, 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 <clears throat> in Zimbabwe. And Bibles, uh, there was one time where Brother Barry sent me money, and I think I bought like 500 Bibles. And I was going to give to the saints, but most of them were, were taken up by ministers, right? Because I went to a place and the minister didn't have a Bible. <laughs> You know, they're just preaching from their little form. I mean, this sounds like it's fiction, but if you go there, <laughs> if you have time, <laughs> next time when I go to Zimbabwe, I want you to go with me, right? So, um, because the Bible, like, a Shona Bible, it costs like $10 each because, you know, it's copyrighted by Bible Society, so there's only, like, one good translation, and you, we can't duplicate it. The English Bible, we buy it for, like, $5. If we buy many, it's maybe $4.50 each. So, so for someone who earns like a dollar per day, who works in a farm, they can't afford a ten-dollar Bible. So, so, so I would go to a place and just say, "Hey, we're gonna ration here," and give them like maybe ten Bibles. You give the pastor, the deacon, the translator, and a few other brothers. And some of them they have a library where they have books and Bibles, and they rotate, right? And you just begin to understand how privileged we are. I mean, you go into Barnes & Noble, you have all kinds of Bibles that we can buy, and all we are asked to do is to read, right? So um, this is another group also that we, you know, send Bibles. And here, this is our, one of our lead translators in Zimbabwe. Uh, his name is Brother Nyasha Chamboko. So here we are in the city, so we had time to take him for lunch. So he does a wonderful job. So we, we've tried to find the, the place where they make the nicest burgers. <laughs> and, you know, we had a time with him. You know, he's just so 
wonderful and faithful in terms of translation. And it takes a lot of time. A lot of things happen in the background. And I always wonder how Brother Barry does it. Because for me, maybe just <laughs> just handling one shipment, you know, I, my, my head will be spinning. <laughs> and I'm thinking Brother Barry does, you know, Colombia, <laughs> Zimbabwe, South Africa, uh, you know, Honduras. And I think, oh my, may, may God bless Brother Barry. And, and on top of that, you know, coming here to minister the gospel, it's by no means easy. You know, just to get books from the ship to the people, there's a lot of back and forth that happens. And you have to overcome a lot of filibuster. You know, it's like getting things through Congress, if I can put it that way. It's, it's really, really hard for, for, for the books to come. But he does a wonderful job. And the saints, they said, please go and give our appreciation to Brother Barry and, and his team and, and you, the church, they, they emphasized over and over again, said, please go and appreciate. He doesn't know how much of an effect his work has had on people's lives. I mean, it's just so amazing how that, you know, just by a Bible, you can touch so many lives. Praise the Lord. So I really, really appreciate Brother Barry, and I feel like it's a privilege for me to be connected to his ministry and to be a co-worker with him in this field and doing what he does. I just hope that, you know, he doesn't get tired. He continues. He's so just on. Obviously, there are so many needs in the field, right? And our goal is not to fulfill all the needs, really, but just do the little that we can with the little resources that we have. And Brother Brother Ben and team would really appreciate all the work that goes into this. You will understand when we get on the other side all the converts coming. And here, there was a minister's meeting in Harare. This is brother, the late brother Blessing Chesa's church. This is the church that hosted brother Paul Lafontaine when he did that concert in Zimbabwe where there were like 10,000 people, right? That's the church that hosted him. So they, they hosted me for a minister's meeting and they were expressing how thankful they were for the books, how much in effect they had on the field. So I had the privilege of speaking to them, and uh, some of the ministers, they sent me a letter. I have it. I think I fought Brother Barry. It was like 185 ministers that were saying, thank you, please, don't stop, whatever you can to you know, keep uh, the work going forward. And ever since then, it has gone up to 300 signatures <laughs> that have said, thank you so much. These are most of the places I know them, I have been there. And these are, you know, a brother team here knows them. I think he and I were talking about, you know, Kadoma, Mutare. <laughs> he knows them. He has been to Zimbabwe a number of times. He can tell you about it. And it's just been a wonderful work. And, you know, some of, there's a picture with some of the ministers that came. These are senior missionaries, some of them in their 60s, that have been in the field for 40 years, 30 years, and so on. So, so and then... Uh, this is not really missionary work. I was preaching here in a, it was an all-night prayer meeting. They still have all-night prayer meetings in Africa, <laughs> and that's something that I had missed. So we went there. This was, you know, in the middle of the night. We, uh, we had communion, uh, uh, administered communion, preached there, <laughs> and then at three o'clock in the in the night, I had to sleep out because at at five o'clock I also had to take off and go to other places. 
and just to continue, you know, in the field. And just to show you how much people love the Lord and the message, the, the pastor of this church is a good friend of mine. He is a, he's the CEO of the, one of the biggest banks in Africa. And he's the pastor of this church. And we, he, him and I, we have traveled in his position in the villages just preaching the gospel. Right, and so there is no excuse to say, "Hey, I don't have time," or maybe this is work for Brother Barry. In your own position, God can use you. You know, I've seen doctors in the field. I remember there's a friend of mine who was a doctor. We went with him in the field, and he was a minister. So after he had preached at the end of the service, the people would line up and say, "Thank you for the sermon, but hey, I need some doctors." <laughs> you know. So I was, I, was, I was laughing with Brother uh, uh, Jonathan Mills to say, how do, how, how do I, how don't I take you to Africa next time? <laughs> and, you know, become one of those uh, doctors without borders. <laughs> and this is a, a pastor that I met in Zimbabwe. His name is Brother Walter Chesel. He's with a very big church, and he's proposing that we have a youth uh, winter retreat in Zimbabwe. So he extended this invitation to Brother Barry and Brother Paul to come and have like a, 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 a youth um, retreat with maybe five, ten thousand young people. So we are still waiting to hear from him. And I want you to, to, to pray with me that the Lord may move him <laughs> to come and, um, to come and uh, you know, him and Brother Paul, I love them so much and I enjoy their friendship. And when I say uh, Zimbabwe is diverse, it says diverse is America. Uh, and I saw how diverse America is when I met Brother Paul, and then I also met Brother Barry. <laughs> so, friends, uh, my time is up here, but let's be stewards of the mysteries of the kingdom of God. Let's just continue pressing on. This is what the, what, what the angel of the Lord told Brother Branham. He says, press on. Just keep pressing the battle. It won't be long. One of these days, it will be our last. And even if we don't go in the rapture, when I come to the end of my journey, when it's time for me to die, look, you may not be remembered in this world like Queen Elizabeth, but when you get on the other side, there will be angels to meet you. There will be a procession to meet you. There will be thousands of souls, hundreds of them, with eyes of pearl, saying, well done, my precious brother. I would rather have a pupil's burial here on earth and have angels meet me on the other side than to have a, a royal procession here on earth. But then when, I, when I'm on the other side, I'm screaming, I'm lost, I'm lost. Because things are a little bit different here than they're on the other side. Here, you and I, we are nothing. But when we get on the other side, we are royal. Praise the Lord. Maybe uh, Brother Barry's title will be uh, Royal King Barry the <laughs> You know, but here he is. We can just look at him and say, oh, poor old little Brother Barry. <laughs> but he'll be young again. God bless you. Thank you so much. Praise the Lord. 
I can guarantee you that's only a little a tip of the iceberg because he's got lots and lots and lots of more stories and testimonies and uh, uh, all the other things that took place, and I just appreciate that so much. You know, it's humbling when you think about it that, uh, you know, God has blessed us so much, and we're a part of this family that's all over the world like this. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really just a, a great blessing to... Uh, assist in whatever way we can to do whatever way we can because this is uh, whether you realize it or not whether you catch it or not this is like the book of Acts you know when you when when the people are in possession of the word of the hour and the Holy Spirit begins to use them and they go out and signs and wonders follow them the book of Acts was never meant to stop right it was never meant to stop and they debated Brother Branham all the time on that and said, you know, well, the, the miracles were for the time of the apostles. And Brother Branham said, I can tell you where it began, but I can't show you where it stopped. And so this is what should be happening. Another book of Acts. Brother Branham said, whenever that tree puts out another branch, he said, you could write a book of Acts behind it. And I think that's, uh, you know, it's just exciting to be a, a part of uh, whatever we can do to help put uh, the word in the hands of those people and uh, to be able to encourage them and to be able to have, you know, going out from our assembly here, uh, you know, to be able to spread the light. I think that's a wonderful thing. That's a wonderful thing. Send the light. Let's see if we can find it there, sister, if you will. Let's sing it together. There's a call comes ringing o'er the restless wave. Send the light, send the light. There are souls to rescue, there are souls to save. Send the light, send the light. Oh, send the light, the blessed gospel light. Let it shine. From shore to shore, send the light, the blessed gospel light, let it shine forever. Sing that again now. Oh, send the light, the blessed gospel light, let it shine from shore to shore, send the light. The blessed gospel light, let it shine forevermore. We have heard the Macedonian call today. Send the light, send the light. And a golden offering at the cross we lay. Send the light, send the light. Oh, send the light, the blessed gospel light. Let it shine from shore to shore. Yes, send the light, the blessed gospel light. Let it shine from shore to shore. Let us not grow weary in the work of love. Send the light. Yes, send the light. The jewels for a crown above. Send the light. Oh, send the light. Sing it now. We'll send the light. The blessed gospel light. Let it shine from shore to shore. 
Send the light, the blessed gospel light. Let it shine from shore to shore. Oh, send the light, the blessed gospel light. From shore to shore, oh, send the light, the blessed gospel light. Let it shine forevermore. Hallelujah. He abides, he abides. Hallelujah, he abides with me. And I'm rejoicing night and day as I walk the narrow way, for the Comforter abides with me. I'm rejoicing night and day as I walk for the hand of God in all my life I see. And the reason of my bliss, yes, the secret all is this. Oh, He abides, He abides, hallelujah, He abides with me. And I'm rejoicing night and day as I walk the narrow, for the Comforter abides with me. And there's no thirsting for the things of taken wings. Long ago I gave them up and instantly all my night was turned today. All my burdens roll away. Now the Comforter abides with me. He abides, He abides. Oh hallelujah, He abides with me. I'm rejoicing night and day as I walk that narrow way for the Comforter abides with me. Again, yes, He abides, He abides. Hallelujah, He abides with me. I'm rejoicing night and day for the Comforter abides with me so take up your cross and follow Jesus take up your cross every day don't be ashamed to say that you know him count the cost Take up your cross and follow Him. Once again, take up your cross and follow Jesus. Oh, take up your cross every day. Don't be ashamed to say that you know Him. Count the cost and take up your cross and fall. Oh, it sounds good. Sing it now again one more time. Take up your cross. That's your cross now. Your job. And follow Jesus. Take up your cross. 
us every day. And don't be ashamed to say that you know Him. Count the cost and follow Him. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. Yeah, let's give Him an offering of praise and thanksgiving. Hallelujah. God is good. We've all got a cross. We've all got a job to do. We've all got a part to fill. And God put you here uh, not just to fill a pew, but to, uh, to fill a role that God designed. And uh, I think we, uh, we're blessed in being a part of the body of Christ. Imagine what it'll be like. I mean, this is just us. But imagine what it'll be like when we get over on the other side. And... Uh, you know, I, I, I did a funeral yesterday, and a brother, a tractor rolled over on him and killed him instantly. And, uh, you know, the, the family, when they just, uh, I, was, I was looking at this scene through their eyes and seeing their father and their husband, their brother, you know, in, in, that, in that state. And I said, I said, just stop for a minute and lift your eyes just a little bit higher than this coffin right here. And think about what he's doing right now. Think about who he's seeing right now. And think about how he looks right now. He's not in a 73-year-old body, but he's a young man, 22, 23 years. And I went down through a list of all the people in that church who had died over the years, all the old saints who had gone on the other side. And I said, they're all having a reunion over there. I said, just welcoming Brother Smiley Hale home and shaking his hand and so forth. And I said, then a little farther down the road, here's Brother Branham down there. And I said, you know, I begin to look around. There's saints from all the ages over there. I said, I said, don't grieve for him. I said, we're the ones who are missing out. Don't grieve for him. He, he's not here. He's not in that coffin. He's on the other side in that place over there. Imagine what it'd be like. We get all over there and, uh, and fellowship and sing. And people come along and say, you're from that church that helped us to get a Bible. And, and how did you like the mice? You know, how did you like the roasted mice? Hey, you can keep the rewards, you can keep the mice. Let me tell you, Brother George Smith just went to Columbia. We just had a big shipment arrive in Columbia. Those brothers sent me back some Colombian coffee. So you folks can have the roasted mice. I'm going to have the Colombian coffee. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. I've been washed in the fountain. Cleansed by His blood And we're joiners with Jesus As we travel this song For I'm part of the family The family of God Yes, I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God I've been washed Cleansed by His blood Join ears with Jesus As we travel this side I'm a part of the family, the family of God.
generation We're the culmination, the final voice the world will hear Coming of the Lord is near Living out the revelation Overcoming sin's temptation The truth will go to every tongue and nation Oh, we are chosen generation Sing it again now Yes, we are the generation We're the culmination, the final voice the world will hear. Coming of the Lord is near, living out the revelation, overcoming sin's temptation. Truth will go to every tongue and nation. We are the chosen generation I'd like to say thank you to brother Aaron and uh, for his dedication to do the work that he did while he was on vacation over there and uh, just you know just for you to know his heart he never said this but just for you to know his uh, appreciation for what's been done for his people over there uh, he brought over his laptop and gave it away to one of the translators there and he was borrowing my laptop today uh, to get this sermon pulled together and uh, you know that's somebody who's dedicated and I appreciate that and I'd like to be able to help him get another laptop so he can use it because uh, it does great work for the kingdom and uh, we, we appreciate that very much also wanted to say today that uh, today is 9-11 and that's a day that's been uh, you know emblazoned on our history uh, and on our minds is a very significant day but it's also significant for three other reasons. And one of them is because it's Mark Sylvester's birthday. And they're not here today. They're in Kentucky. And it's also Brother Anwar Javed's 50th birthday today. And I uh, already spoke with Brother Anwar, and he's listening today. And uh, we so love Brother Anwar. He's coming over for the men's meeting. And uh, appreciate him and wish him a happy birthday today. But it's also Sister Leah Mayo's birthday today. And uh, Sister Leah, we wish you a happy birthday, and may God bless you, and may your husband and family treat you well today. We appreciate all of you, and I will tell you this, that, uh, you know, my name comes up a lot in this kind of stuff, you know, when we talk about it, but I, I, I told Brother Aaron, it's not about me, it's not about any individual, it's about all of us doing what we can, because we're all under the same commission. And uh, I appreciate you and the, the, the passion you have and the giving that you've uh, done over the years to help make things happen the way they have. And it, it takes a body working together in order to function. And uh, I just want to say I appreciate you very much and my wife and the support that we have and uh, from uh, you and brothers and sisters all over the world who care and, uh, you know, have... Uh, sacrificed in giving and, and that's just that's who we are that's 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 what we're called to do is is to share this gospel and we're very very thankful for that heavenly father i look out over this group of people lord and my heart goes out to them and i just want to so ask you to bless them richly lord and and i, I thank you for such a, a wonderful congregation of people that love you and care a lot about the gospel and where it goes and 
And Lord Jesus, you, you took your prophet when he was here on the earth and sent him around the world seven times. And not, not in any easy way, like we can travel today and we can go through the steps and get on a plane and go. But back in that day, it was much more difficult for him to travel the world seven times. But you deemed that as important to take a prophet and, and to bring his message and the gift of healing all over the world, not once or twice, but seven times. And Lord, you impress the nations of the world with this message. And Lord, it's still happening today. You're still moving in hearts. And Lord, that's what, to me, that's what the book of Acts is all about, is you working through your people. And I thank you, Lord, for this testimony today. And I, I, I deem it a great honor to be standing shoulder to shoulder with brothers and sisters, Lord, who believe this gospel enough to sacrifice for it. And I thank you, O oh God, that you sent a prophet in this last day and gave us such a great message. And, Father, it just still thrills my heart. And I pray that you would just bless the efforts, Lord, that go on and meet every need. Lord, you're a, a God who can pull resources out of nowhere. And we're depending on that, Lord Jesus. And I just pray that as much as we've done, Lord, that we'd be able to do many, many times more because the need is so great. We commit the people. We commit these needs to you, Lord. We ask your blessing upon Brother Aaron and Sister Trish and their household. And Father, all these who labor, we, we thank you and ask your blessing now. And Father, we can't help but remember those who are sick today and we commit them into your care. We miss them dearly. And ask, O oh God, that you would draw near to them now and lay your hand of virtue upon them, that your healing power might touch them and make them whole. I commit them to you now in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. And all the brides said, hmm? What? Hear my prayer, O oh from the ends of the earth I cry, and your peace will lead me to rock that is higher than I. Oh, hear my prayer, O oh Lord. From the ends of the earth I cry, your peace will lead me to rock that is higher than I, for you have been my strength in times of trouble, tower above my enemies, Lord I will abide with you forever in the shelter of your wings for you have been my strength in times of trouble mine enemies and Lord I will abide with you forever in the shelter of your wing. God bless you. Sing it as you go this morning. Hear my prayer, O Lord. From the ends of the earth I cry. 
Your peace will lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Yes, hear my prayer, O Lord. From the ends of the earth I cry. Your peace That is higher than